Hey, Tech Stock and College Scholars. We're happy to have you back for another episode of the College Corner Podcast, where we offer you success tips for college, career, and life. I'm your host, Daisha, and I'm joined by some special guests today. Anna Gallardo and Antonio Kinselli are two of our Take Stock and College Student Ambassadors. They have had the amazing opportunity to study abroad and take college coursework in another country. They are here to share more about their journey so that you, our Take Stock and College Scholars, can take advantage of similar opportunities at your colleges. So um, let's just go ahead and get started. Um, Antonio, uh, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit more about you. Hey guys, my name is Antonio Conselli. I'm a Take Stock in uh, College uh, advisor, student ambassador. And uh, I guess I should start off by saying I go to University of South Florida and I studied abroad in Panama. Uh, so it was definitely a crazy experience. I think we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, but I'm also a finance major and also a commercial real estate uh, fanatic. So anything about finance, um, as well as the commercial real estate industry, um, I'm your guy. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much, Antonio, for that introduction. Anna, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, of course. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Anna Gallardo. I'm a second year student at UF, public relations major. And this past summer, I actually studied in Barcelona, Spain. So again, that was like a very shocking experience, new language, new culture, everything like that. But I'm super excited to tell everybody about it. Okay, thank you so much. So um, we're going to jump right into it. I'm so excited to hear more about you all's experience. Antonio, um, being able to travel to Panama, and Anna, you being able to travel to Barcelona, it sounds really fun. Um, so just to get started, why did you all choose the specific locations that you chose? So I guess I should start off by saying that, you know, I never traveled outside the U.S., let alone probably the state of Florida. So it was just overwhelming like all at once um, but then one of my advisors who reached out to me they had this program where you know a group of like 10 students can actually travel uh, to Panama so that was like the first location that was kind of like given to me um, and I was like all for it because you know I'm all about cultural experiences and you know definitely sounded like a nice time. Um, yeah, so I had a couple reasons for choosing Barcelona. Um, the main one was because I was looking for something exciting. I was like, I want to look forward to have something this summer, anything like that. Um, and the, the trip that I went to actually was with my college. So at UF, and as a PR major, you're automatically in the College of Journalism and Communications. And this was actually a trip that was with those students and professors. So it offered that coursework. So it kind of knocked two birds with one stone. I was able to take classes that were with my coursework and for my degree and also travel with UF students. Um, and then my roommate was also going at the time. So it was like a very, it was very convenient because I already knew who she was. And so I was like, all right, I'm not gonna be by myself completely. Um, but it was just a very awesome experience. Um, and I was really excited to see Spain. I also speak Spanish. So it was like, I was like, okay, it won't be that much of a culture shock. Like, I'll be okay a little bit. Um, so there were a couple of reasons, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Anna, were you able to speak the language with some of the people that you met there? Yeah, it was very, um, like, awakening, like, eye-opening, I guess. Um, a lot of, when we first arrived there, um, the friends that, like, I kind of made at the beginning of the trip and that I stuck with throughout the whole time, whenever we went anywhere, they were like, Anna, like, Anna, talk to them, like, tell them <laughs> what we want, you know, things like that. Um, and it was also interesting because um, I'm from Cuba. And so the dialects are very different, even though it's the same language. So I would like be 
shopping at a grocery store and I would ask the the employee for something and they'd be like oh where are you from like that we don't say that here like we say this instead and I'd be like oh interesting so it was, it was a good learning experience as well even with the same language Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. And I'm sure um, a lot of our tech stock and college scholars would really appreciate the opportunity to just be immersed in other cultures and to, you know, um, just observe and maybe even learn um, parts of other languages and things like that. So, so thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm curious to know about you all's process um, to leading up to the experience, because sometimes students um, are unsure about if they um, should study abroad or not because they're confused about the process that it takes to actually be able to go abroad and take courses in another country. Um, So if you all could just share what that process looked like, did you have to get a passport? Did you have to meet with any advisors? Um, And just just the general process? Yeah, so the process for me was like super simple. Um, My college for finance, uh, they were pretty much like promoting the study abroad uh, for one semester. And I was like kind of hesitant at first because I just, you know, I didn't know how that was going to affect my financial aid at all. Um, but then after actually speaking with an advisor, um, it was very laid out, very organized because she just pretty much gave a specific action plan for, you know, where to like how to apply for the passport as well as, you know, the fundamentals of really just applying for the program. Um, little did I know that actually traveling abroad was going to be cheaper than my tuition um, paying in state. So that was just a no brainer to, you know, jump all for it. Um, and I also worked closely with my advisor for financial aid to make sure that I'm taking the right classes um, in order for my scholarships to apply. So it was a pretty set process. Um, I would say definitely just reach out to your advisors as well as um, for USF, they have a travel abroad program um, specialist, um, which super just makes everything super simple. Um, and yeah, the process was pretty simple. I applied for my passport, um, took about like two months to come in. Um, and then they booked the plane tickets and I was on my way uh, the first of the semester. Okay, I had a um, follow up question to that as well. Um, in regards to scholarships, did your school have any unique scholarship opportunities uh, to assist you with your study abroad experience? Yeah, so um, I, I believe I applied for the first generation study abroad program um, because both my parents did not go to college, um, as well as, you know, first time for just traveling um, out of out of the US. Um, I applied for that program and it paid for the entire course of my study as well as um, there, um, there and back as well. Um, so I did not have to worry anything about financials. My food was paid for, um, housing was paid for. Um, uh, but yeah, I just say recommend just talking to your advisor because there are so much different scholarships out there that can really just, you know, kind of boost your way into like whatever you're aspiring, you know, to visit, um, as well as study. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that so much. I'm sure um, our tech stock and college scholars would really benefit from, you know, seeking out those types of programs. Um, Anna, what about you? Yeah. Similar to what Antonio was saying and like the programs that USF has, UF is very similar. They have an international center, which has like, if you look up online, it has all the study abroad opportunities that are there. And so that's kind of how I found mine. And my first step that I took was to sort of email the director of it um, and be like, hey, like, what is something that I should know? What are the steps that I should know? What are the websites I should be looking at? Things like that. Um, Also, I had to apply for my passport, get my passport renewed, things like that. Um, And I, again, like Antonio, would suggest really talking to an advisor. I spoke to so many of them when I was getting my 
you know, everything figured out for study abroad, um, sending so many emails being like with one question, like the whole email was just one question that I wanted to clarify. Um, and but they're so willing to help because everybody wants you to go study abroad. It's like such an experience that everybody recommends. And so if you want to ask them a question, they're so willing to answer it. And so I spoke to um, an advisor at, C at the College of Journalism who was making sure that I was taking the classes that I would need. Um, and that they would be apl applicable to my degree and that I would still be on track when I came back in fall. I spoke to an advisor at financial aid, making sure that the scholarships I had would be applicable into summer and sort of what that would look like and when it would be dispersed and how, you know, if I could get it deferred for a different time. And that's what I did. I ended up um, getting a financial aid deferment so that I wouldn't have to pay it until fall when my other scholarships kicked in. Um, I spoke to my take stock advisor in my county to be like, hey, can I use it in summer? And like, what what are sort of the details with that? Um, yeah, it was it was a it was a longer process, I think, for me. But it was something that once you're in it, you're just in it. And so it did feel like it went by super fast. And then suddenly I was in Spain. So <laughs> that's amazing, Anna. <laughs> Yeah, and thank you so much. It seems like from just taking initiative um, and being proactive with everything in the process, um, you can definitely, even if it takes a, a little bit longer, um, similar to Anna's experience, um, you know, you can still end up, you know, studying abroad where you want to study abroad. So thank you. Um, another really, um, I think it's a critical question as well, because we all know as students, it's academics first. Um, what were you, what did your experience um, feel like in the classroom? How was the classroom and the coursework um, different if it was different um, from the classes or the courses you took when you were in the U.S.? Yeah, so I would say, so there was actually uh, a shuttle campus um, with the program with FSU. So it was all in person, but then a lot of like, it was like a lot of objective classes as well. Um, so I was taking mostly my gen eds my first year. So it was more like cultural explosion, but you know, in this program, um, it was a lot of like hands-on activities. We traveled to different tribes to um, help with like their marketing for their small little businesses. So it was just, it was definitely a big shift that I wasn't used to um, just because classes are more, um, you know, standardized. But um, with this program, um, it counted for all my credits, but also just give me an eye-opening view um, how like different ways we can learn um, because it was, it was just so, just so mind opening um, just for all the programs that we were kind of um, diving into. Um, but yeah, it was, it was like a hybrid of, you know, hands-on activities as well as, you know, in, in class with other FSU students um, at that shuttle campus. Don't miss the rest of this discussion with Anna and Antonio in the latest episode of the College Corner podcast. The full video is now available on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search Take Stock in College and you'll see our channel where you can watch the rest of the episode. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe. See you there.